Today is the 13th day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. And uh, it is great to be here with you today and uh, all gathered around the global campfire for the next step forward, which will take us back into the book of Numbers. But when we get to the New Testament, we'll be beginning the third gospel, the gospel of Luke, as we finished uh, the gospel of Mark yesterday. So we'll talk about Luke when we get to Luke. But first, Numbers chapter 19 and 20. We're reading from the English Standard Version this week. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, This is the statute of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the people of Israel to bring you a red heifer without defect, in which there is no blemish, and on which a yoke has never come. And you shall give it to Eleazar the priest, and it shall be taken outside the camp and slaughtered before him. And Eleazar the priest shall take some of its blood with his finger, and sprinkle some of its blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times. And the heifer shall be burned in his sight, its skin, its flesh, and its blood, with its dung, shall be burned. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet yarn, and throw them into the fire, burning the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterward he may come into the camp. But the priest shall be unclean until evening. The one who burns the heifer shall wash his clothes in water and bathe his body in water and shall be unclean until evening. And a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and deposit them outside the camp in a clean place, and they shall be kept for the water for impurity for the congregation of the people of Israel. It is a sin offering. And the one who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And this shall be a perpetual statute for the people of Israel and for the stranger who sojourns among them. Whoever touches the dead body of any person shall be unclean seven days. He shall cleanse himself with the water on the third day and on the seventh day, and so be clean. But if he does not cleanse himself on the third day and on the seventh day, he will not become clean. Whoever touches a dead person, the body of anyone who has died, and does not cleanse himself, defiles the tabernacle of the Lord, and that person shall be cut off from Israel. Because the water for impurity was not thrown on him, he shall be unclean. His uncleanness is still on him. This is the law when someone dies in a tent. Everyone who comes into the tent and everyone who is in the tent shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel that has no cover fastened on it is unclean. Whoever in the open field touches someone who was killed with a sword, or who died naturally, or touches a human bone or a grave, 
shall be unclean seven days. For the unclean they shall take some ashes of the burnt sin offering, and fresh water shall be added in a vessel. Then a clean person shall take hyssop and dip it in the water and sprinkle it on the tent and on all the furnishings and on the persons who were there and on whoever touched the bone or the slain or the dead or the grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle it on the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day. Thus, on the seventh day he shall cleanse him and he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and at evening he shall be clean. If the man who is unclean does not cleanse himself, that person shall be cut off from the midst of the assembly, since he has defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. Because the water for impurity has not been thrown on him, he is unclean, and it shall be a statute forever for them. The one who sprinkles the water for impurity shall wash his clothes and the one who touches the water for impurity shall be unclean until evening. And whatever the unclean person touches shall be unclean, and anyone who touches it shall be unclean until evening. And the people of Israel, the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Zin in the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. Now there was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people quarreled with Moses and said, Would that we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord! Why have you brought the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness that we should die here? both we and our cattle. And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? It is no place for grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. And the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron your brother, and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water. So you shall bring water out of the rock for them and give drink to the congregation and their cattle. And Moses took the staff from before the Lord as he commanded him. Then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels! Shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice. And water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank and their livestock. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe in me to uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. 
These are the waters of Meribah, where the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord, and through them he showed himself holy. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Thus says your brother Israel, You know all the hardship that we have met, how our fathers went down to Egypt, and we lived in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians dealt harshly with us and our fathers. And when we cried to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. And here we are in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your territory. Please, let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or vineyard or drink water from a well. We will go along the king's highway. We will not turn aside to the right hand or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom said to him, You shall not pass through, lest I come out with the sword against you. And the people of Israel said to him, We will go up by the highway, and if we drink of your water, I and my livestock, then I will pay for it. Let me only pass through on foot, nothing more. But he said, You shall not pass through. And Edom came out against them with a large army and with a strong force. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his territory. So Israel turned away from him. And they journeyed from Kadesh, and the people of Israel, the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor, on the border of the land of Edom, Let Aaron be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land that I have given to the people of Israel, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son. And Aaron shall be gathered to his people and shall die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded, and they went up Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. And when all the congregation saw that Aaron had perished, all the house of Israel wept for Aaron thirty days. Okay, so we are about to begin the third uh, book of the New Testament, which is the third gospel known as the book of Luke, or the gospel of Luke. And Luke uh, has a little bit more of an intriguing story uh, regarding its place in history. So we've been reading Matthew and Mark, and now we're going to read Luke, and Luke is the third of what is known as the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And they're called the Synoptic Gospels because they're, they're very familiar in, in the stories that they tell and in the way that they're composed. Uh, they're so similar 
that it's widely believed among biblical scholars that that one couldn't really exist without the other. Uh, and that, that they were written at different times, but they were used, they were, they were known, and so they were used as source material for each other. So it's believed that the Gospel of Mark, the, the Gospel that we just completed, was the first Gospel ever written down about Jesus. With Matthew coming next, maybe about a decade later-ish, and uh, then with the Gospel of Luke that we're about to read now, uh, perhaps within five years of that. Of course, like specifically dating these, uh, these books uh, right down to the month and year, that's, uh, it's, it's pretty impossible. But there is compelling evidence that uh, the Gospel of Luke may have been the last of the Synoptic Gospels because of the way it's written. And it's not, I mean, it is the skill of Luke, the writer, but it's as if these stories have been fleshed out over time. And so it's, it's tightly written, it, it's concise, and it, it flows uh, narratively well. So scholarly opinion is that Luke not only wrote the Gospel of Luke, but he was also the writer of the book of Acts. And that Luke and Acts are two volumes of the same work. And that each of these volumes were written to a man named Theophilus. So there's been some de debate about that in trying to date Luke because uh, there was a high priest in Jerusalem named Theophilus between AD 37 and the early 40s. Uh, but I would say that most scholars would date Luke later than that. And, and the material in the Gospel of Luke you know, whereas the Gospel of Matthew is very Hebrew-centric, right? Jesus is fulfilling Hebrew prophecies basically on every page. The Gospel of Luke is, is written more from a Gentile perspective, and it shows the Gospel of Jesus as an inclusive thing, not only a Hebrew-centric thing. It includes, includes the whole world and <laughs> welcomes us all into the family of God. So that gives us a little bit of an overview of the territory that we are about to head into. The third gospel, the third book of the New Testament, Luke. Today, chapter 1, verses 1 to 25. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years.' 
Now while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them. And they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, and he kept making signs to them and remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Psalm 56 In God I trust to the choir master, according to the dove on far-off tabernacles, a mictum of David when the Philistines seized him in Gath. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long. For many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they injure my cause, 
All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime, will they escape? In wrath, cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. Proverbs 11, 8 The righteous is delivered from trouble, and the wicked walks into it instead. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you for bringing us to the Gospel of Luke. And now that we have entered into the third of the Gospels, uh, we pay attention to the fact that we're moving through this story during a season that is leading us toward Easter. And so, Father, we commit ourselves to paying even more close attention to the words coming off the pages and into our ears in the Gospel of Luke. And we invite your Holy Spirit to come and reveal things that we perhaps hadn't understood before or been aware of before all in pursuit of intimacy with you, Jesus. It's you we seek. It's you we want to walk with. It's you that we want to become like. So in this season where we are inviting your Holy Spirit to rearrange whatever needs to be rearranged in our lives and to insert or pull out of our lives things that do or do not belong, all in the pursuit of intimacy with you and becoming more like you, well, then we commit ourselves to paying close attention to the words that come off the page and into our ears. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here, so be sure to stay connected. Uh, the the, the uh, next thing on the events calendar is the More Gathering for Women, and that is less than a month away. Uh, and it will take place April 11th through 14th in the mountains of North Georgia, about an hour outside of Atlanta. And uh, as I've said numerous times over these last uh, weeks, this is the end of an era the more gathering for women began 
in that location and it is uh, ending. Uh, I'm not sure that the more gathering is ending. We don't exactly know what the Lord is leading us into yet, but we know that this mountaintop experience uh, will be the last more gathering in the mountains of North Georgia, at least for now. And so we are tremendously excited uh, for all that God will do in and around uh, the experience of the more gathering for women. So if, uh, if you've been looking for more and, uh, you know, as the seasons change and new life comes back to the Northern Hemisphere where, where, where the United States is, <laughs> which is where uh, Georgia is, which is where these mountains are, uh, the new life will be springing forth and uh, springtime will be descending upon the south. So this is a perfect time for a reset, a restart, and, uh, and something that can carry you forward through the rest of the year, along with a sisterhood. And uh, that's a fact, a sisterhood of women all pursuing the same thing. So moregathering.com is where you can find out the details about this, or just go to dailyaudiobible.com and go to the initiatives section. And you'll find the more gathering for women. And all of your questions can be answered there. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link. It lives on the homepage. A thank you profoundly and humbly for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. I used to make a lot of plans. And then I'd ask God to bless them. But I never stopped to seek his face, so I know I used to test him. And still he wouldn't let me down. He'd let me do things my own way. And when I failed, he'd pick me up. He knew I'd get it right someday. He changed my pride to humility. He changed my doubt to faith. My desires now have purity, and within his plans, I'm safe. In everything, I seek his face. I let him make all the plans. I trust in him to give me strength, because the whole world's in his hands. BlindTony1016 at gmail.com. I'd like to give a shout out to Annette Allison. I heard, I heard uh, your prayer for Lloyd, your husband. Uh, praying for his renewed strength and for God's perfect peace to reside in his heart. Also, Kathy, I heard you from, uh, I think it was from Kentucky, that you're getting tired. You're about ready to give up and pray for your strength to be renewed, too, especially concerning your nephew's addiction. All right. And Brian and the Harden family, once again, thank you for this wonderful podcast for God's Holy Spirit to flow. Keep it flowing, y'all. All right, bye-bye. Lord, Lord, I thank you for your word. 
so that we can rest in confident trust when you say we overcome by the power of your blood and the word of our testimony. Thank you for taking all our sin, all sin committed by any human for all time upon yourself so that we can experience the presence of our wonderful Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit in you, Jesus, our Emmanuel. Lord, I bring before a daughter. Um, great sin has been perpetrated against your daughter by her earthly father who was ordained to reflect your glory and be an example of your righteousness and mercy to mankind. And he violated the trust of his daughter and sinned against you, Lord. And I hear this and I'm reminded of my own violation and I'm so grateful, God, that you have redeemed the lost treasure of my virginity, my future as a beloved wife, my relationship to myself, and my ability to trust those in authority because, Lord, you have revealed to me how much you love me, how much you yourself suffered at the hands of sinful men, and that miraculously in you I am born again. In you, Christ Jesus is my identity. Not in the sin perpetrated against me, Satan's lies, his acts done through sinful humans has no power over me. God, your word stands alone as true. The cross is the final word, and Jesus is alive and living in me. Alleluia. Thank you, Jesus, that in you, our Father can redeem his throne upon our hearts so we can receive clarity, truth, confidence, hope, and be ever filled with the love of the Almighty God, who claims us as his own, his own treasured possession, to be filled with the joy in the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray all this mercy, grace, and truth be established in this blessed daughter that her life and anyone else's life who the devil has attempted to destroy through sexual violation. Please forgive us, Father God, all of us, for all our sins. Only in the Lord are we made holy and righteous. And it's in... Hey, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Cherished One in Chicago. And I have a couple praises and a prayer request. Uh, one praise is that winter is almost over in Chicago, which is a big deal because Chicago winters are no joke. Uh, another thing is God provided money for a ticket for me to go visit a family member down south, and He provided a ticket that's not super expensive, so that's a really big praise. Uh, my prayer request, I guess I'll just pray it out. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that uh, you gave me an idea to call the Daily Audio Bible so I won't feel so alone tonight. I ask that you would encourage my heart and anybody else's who really struggles, especially in Sunday nights, with just the intense loneliness. Uh, I ask that you would help us to not believe the lie that a person can feel that, even though you know that my heart so longs to have a meet. Um, I ask that you would just prepare my heart for the future, whatever that is going to look like, and help me not push so hard and search so much for that. Um, as that for anybody listening to this that may want to give up on life, that you would just give them a new sense of hope and peace and joy in you and that you would remind each one of us of the gospel and how beautiful it is. Jesus, I have forgotten. I really have forgotten. So please remind me and give me a heart soft enough to hear it. Amen. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Jackie calling from Colorado. And I have a prayer request today for my son and myself. My son's name is Justin. I mean, Jackie. And he's, um, he's being released from prison in nine days. And he is coming to stay with me. Um, 
his father's driving him here from eastern Colorado. And um, Justin and I get along very well. And um, it was my decision to move to Colorado so I could be here for his release and so he would have some stability. Not some stability. And support. And I just pray and I ask for um, the, fam the daily audio Bible family to pray for myself and for Justin that I will know how to um, not be so much of a, that I will be the woman that I should be when I'm dealing with him. I know I tend to be motherly and he's a grown man and I just don't want to, how can I say this? I just want to treat him with love and respect and it's how God would want me to treat him. And so just pray that the spirit of the Lord just comes down upon me heavily, that I get wisdom and the, the fruits of the spirit will be manifested in my life and that I can treat my son with respect that God would have to do. Hello, my dear B family. This is Mark Street from Sydney, Australia. Today is Monday the 11th of March. And uh, family, look, I'm just calling in for myself today. This time of the year, I think I've told you at the end of last year that uh, in the length of the season, I become always seem very depressed and I feel it with a vengeance. And, there's no logical reason for it. Uh, I'm just asking that you lift me up and um, pray. I, I know this family is so wonderful, and I know just need God's help through this season. And, yeah, there's no reason why I should feel like this, but I just feel helpless at the moment. I thank you, family. I love you, and um, I'm hopefully will pull myself out of this very quickly. Love you. Bye.